0: Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, the TV shows or the Disney Plus streaming stuff, the movies. Uh, Peliculas. What does that mean in English? Movies. Same thing. But, yeah, you just said the uh, same thing twice. Wrong, I said it wrong. Okay. You said well, Peliculas. Um, <laughs> that's why I, I didn't think I said... Yeah, I for sure didn't say it right. I made it sound like... Scott Bacula, like Scott Pellicula. You also just
1: wanted to like make
0: lick, it lick
1: seem like you said the same thing twice. Like we cover the movies
0: and then you just said movies in and it, or you tried to say movies, movies in a different, yeah, <laughs> in a different language. Yeah. At, you know, at some point, and this is probably in the near future, there will be more hours of the streaming stuff than movie stuff. And then it'll be like, what well, if you, if you're, you know, a <clears throat> born tomorrow, it's going to take you like 40 years to get through all of the MCU <laughs> and it'll be pointless. Don't you think? And now yeah. you got to watch all the Spider-Man too, technically. That's the, yeah. That's the, um,
1: I, I think we may have said that in a previous episode where like, eventually you're going to hit like a, a weird like ceiling where you're going to just need like cliff notes. If you want to, if you want to
0: catch on, if not, then like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Disney's already doing that though, right? Like Disney legends. I watched them. I mean, I won't up. I watch them sometimes to refresh me on, you know, what, uh, Taskmaster, is, is, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that person? It's So I guess you're right. They're getting really good at making these Cliff Notes. And, you know, this pod is ob- obsolete now, I guess, huh? Disney Plus <laughs> is doing a, should, our job. Mm-hmm. They should have Michael Peña just run down everything that, that you oh, need yeah. on Cliff Notes, like in Ant-Man. That'd be cool. And then have him, like, maybe five years from now just doing it as a show on its own, because it's going to be like a... Be that long. Be that long. All right. Well, well uh, uh, I'm Emmanuel. Hey, I'm Andrew. What's up? It's John. And if you're, I guess, listening to this, you've already read the title of this episode, and it's a very quick recap of a trailer that, that <laughs> we saw. Some of us watched it online, some of us were watching. Good old Monday night football How about them boys am I right Um, And we're talking about Moon Knight it's really exciting It's also the closest new MCU thing To us Although it is at the end of March March 30th and by the time that series wraps up Multiverse of Madness I believe will be in theaters We've got a lot of time to go We just thought it'd be nice to talk About this trailer because at least You know I'm speaking for myself I don't know anything about Moon Knight at all and I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by this and having it premiere as the first thing of this new year really shows, I think a, a vote of confidence for Marvel WandaVision was the first thing they released the first, uh, MCU streaming thing they've ever released, but anything you, you put out before March means you're trying to get that sweet Emmy baby. So, uh, John, what'd you think about that moon Knight trailer?
1: Um, <clears throat> it looks more cinematic than I thought it was going to. I don't know what I, why I'm saying that all the Marvel shows look pretty much cinematic. Um, but watching this, it looks really, you know, it looks like something. It's a very, uh, <laughs> there's definitely like, you know, a lot of adventure involved. And I do like the fact that Oscar Isaac is probably going to, you know, knock it out of the park. Um, yeah. Cosmos. Sorry. Thinks you, so too.
0: Yeah. Let me just, you, you, you could hear my dog. Um, but uh, I said it, that in a weird tense. I, I said that in like <laughs> present tense, like, instead of "you can hear my dog." I said, "You could hear my dog." Yeah, hmm. you may and be you said, able
1: to. You said these mics. <laughs> are these mics just that strong, or is your dog just that loud?
0: Like that's the thing. It's, it's probably both, which is the worst combination. <laughs> um, but yeah, Oscar Isaac's. I think yeah, he he wasn't even on my. If hey, he was it on my 2020 bingo card as being in the MCU, baby. But Probably I guess he was in Star Wars, so and Dune, and he's checking off
1: franchises and the X Men franchise.
0: He, w- he was Apocalypse, yeah, exactly. Apocalypse. That's sure blue. He and needs Apocalypse. to be. He, he needs Apocalypse to comes
1: keep from, that... uh, Oh shit!
0: <laughs> uh, sorry, there's a we're recording uh, because of COVID remotely. Um, but I was gonna say he needs to keep that blue makeup for so he can be in an Avatar movie.
1: But yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, that, that's a funnier joke than what I was going to make. I wasn't just, was just, even making a joke. It's the fact that like Apocalypse, the character, is from Egypt, and so is Moon Knight, the character. Oh my gosh. So pretty, he just loves Egyptian uh, superhero or like supervillain characters, I guess, in this case. Um, that's but interesting. The, the trailer looks really, really fun. I think the big surprise is uh, Ethan Hawke joining an MCU movie because of the way he felt about the whole... The whole thing, like a couple of years ago, remember how he said, like, you know, Logan can't reach the heights of Fellini or some shit like that? Like if they ever really wanted to, but like, yeah,
0: I don't remember that, but that's, a, that's an oh, insane I statement.
1: I, um, yeah, you can find it online it, and then it's always fun. It's funny though. Cause then he just jumped into this and then not that it's like a hypocritical, I think everybody's going to want to do a superhero movie or on a practical sense. Yeah. Like what drew saying, like it pays a lot of money. I don't know why you wouldn't want, you know, you get a big exposure and everything.
0: Are you telling me he didn't make more money making uh, boyhood mo-
1: Yeah, boyhood? <laughs> oh, well, he did. He just made it over the course of 12 years. So it's just... I know. <laughs> he spent he
0: spent his boyhood money the first week of boyhood. Yeah. And then he was like, damn it.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was owed 10 bucks for each scene after... <laughs> the year that sucks. After if, the-
0: if someone breaks down like what... <laughs> 10 years is hourly <laughs> for, for Ethan Hawke. He may be getting paid less than minimum wage. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, but actually, yeah, seeing him
1: in here, I'm, I'm kind of very excited. And then um, the Moon Knight character, too, is uh, it's really cool to just see him in live action. I never thought they would actually do him because he's kind of like the similarities between him and Batman, which are very surface level. You know, in the comics, Mark Spector is... Uh, a vigilante who doesn't really have any powers. Um, Mark Spector.
0: Yeah. That's a cool name.
1: Mr. F. Yeah. And, um, and he just has like a bunch of gadgets and stuff. Uh, it seems like the MCU is kind of going towards a supernatural uh, take on it. I mean, it's, it's semi supernatural in the comics too. I mean, he gets his strength from the God Konshu. I think that's his name. Konshu. Yeah. The Egyptian God Konshu who, uh, Who's the god of yeah. vengeance and the moon? I guess, and so, uh, so yeah. It looks like in this case, he's not making his own gadgets. It looks like stuff just kind of appears around him in a, in a magical sense, which I think yeah. is pretty awesome. Um, but it looks really fun. I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it because it's a, it's obviously a, a character that's um i don't know if a lot of people know about him i know he's kind of very popular in the deep marvel comic circle but it's going to be really cool to see them uh to see people react to a uh, to this uh to this character i think in this case because yeah i, I don't know i don't think they're going to take the the mixed approach when they you know when it came to eternals but in this case we're not watching a show about 10 people we're just watching a show about one dude and his supporting cast
0: yeah, and it's it's created by a bunch of people who uh, worked in horror, so it seems a little darker, at least. I think Ethan Hawke's character is based on the real-life Waco disaster leader, a cult-type uh, thing, so at, at least from what I've seen so far, it seems like it's a, a little spooky. Um, but, Andrew, what do you think about this trailer? Are you How many people go into the comic book shop asking for Moon Knight? And then how um, many you- ask for you to moon them?
1: At night.
2: Um, At night, man, I'm about to sneeze so hard. I'm trying to hold it in, uh, real bad. But uh, that was a funny joke. I swear, I wanted to laugh. No, 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 no. You should edge your sneeze <sighs> until <sighs> you, until completion. <sighs> yeah, <sighs> I'm just kidding. Um, anyway, and then full uh, release. Yeah, all, all, I'm just gonna it's gonna peak. You better take your headphones out because it's about to fucking go down. Um, but. No, um, I thought the trailer was cool. Um, I think uh, I do get a lot of people that go into the shop asking for Moon Knight because he's kind of like Marvel, like Marvel's closest version to like Batman, just kind of dark. He's part of the Marvel Knights, which means his stories go to a little bit more mature. Is he, is he rich uh, to a mature audience? Yeah, he, when he in, yeah, but, so he, he, he in the comics. I think in the comics, Mark yeah. Spector is rich. That's right. So he gets back. He's originally like in the army, like CIA type of crazy stuff. And he um, eventually he he dies and he crawls into an Egyptian tomb and they bring him back. And when he comes back, he uses all of his fortune to fuel his um, Moon Knight uh, vigilanteism. But yeah, um, in this one, uh, that's why I'm really excited, I think about this show because it has the potential to do a lot of twists on you. You're not going to know what's real and what's not because mm. of his sleeping disorder, but also the fact that, you know, he's probably had a whole nother life before this and then died and then they made him the Moon Knight. And so people aren't going to know that. They're going to just going to think that he is the Moon Knight and you're going to end up finding out that he was a piece of shit before in another life and he's doing this to atone for all of the violence that he did, like the way he does in the books. But um, yeah, yeah, I was really surprised. Uh, I didn't think Oscar Isaac had it in him, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, the 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 previous two Disney swings weren't the best, uh, so to speak, with people not taking to the sequel trilogy and the Force Awakens and you know Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker for Star Wars. But also, you know, X Men Apocalypse was kind of like a like a dud. I'm actually surprised that it got one more go with Dark Phoenix. Uh, blows my mind that uh, they got past uh, Apocalypse, but. Um. yeah, it's really, really cool to kind of get him, to get to see him, you know, I wouldn't say it's, he needs to be redeemed or anything like that because he's a phenomenal actor. But um, just kind of get his, his actual, gain his actual footing in, in Disney. And that's one of the things I really like about Disney as a company is that they kind of keep these actors on like Ming-Na Wen. And ever since she was Mulan, she's had a job consistently with them forever and so oscar isaac's yeah. one of those people that you're like okay and like I, I
0: i hope that he 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 stays on here and has job security to that point it's only a couple of years before lin-manuel Miranda will probably be some mcu character or something like that because he's one of those disney people who are in every disney thing and i was gonna say the frozen Couple, but they actually wrote the music for Wandavision, so they're already in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, I them. guess mm-hmm. the whole Disney crew is there. But yeah, I, I'm I'm excited because it seems like um, Oscar Isaacs is going to get to do the thing that James McAvoy did in for in Split, which was um, you know sadly not recognized at all by any <laughs> awards body for that entire year, but play <laughs> multiple characters I'm not sure how many characters he had in split but it was I think in the dozens if I'm not mistaken that he's switching on and off from but uh I think isn't that something that he said that it, his character in Moon Knight has to deal with and in the trailer too I think there's a scene where someone calls him and he doesn't he's like totally confused he's like who who are you talking about and it's him he's got all these personalities
1: that's uh yeah that's something that they're bringing so the trailer seems like a misdirect. I don't think they're adapting, like I said earlier, the full Moon Knight character. I think they're kind of taking some liberties with them, possibly to differentiate from Batman. Because, you know, Batman, uh, you know, like I said, Mark Specter, I think is a billionaire at some point in the comics. And he basically funds his vigilantism like Batman does. So in this case, I think they're going more on a route where he does have the disassociative identity disorder in the comics mm-hmm. as well. Um, but it's because he has so many secret identities. It seems like in this one, something's happening to where like two people are sharing the same body. From the synopsis, like you know, Stephen Grant is uh, is actually sharing like the per- you know a body with Mark Spector, and I think at one point in the trailer. Steven kind of takes over the personality while he's in the car and he's probably like in a vigilante or in a in a Mark Spector mercenary mission because he's at a, mm. you know, Mark Spector's a mercenary That's true. And we so, see him
0: beating someone up to a pulp almost.
1: Yeah, at the very end, um, which is pretty cool because before that you do see the the suit jump on him like almost magically and I think that's pretty awesome because they're I like the fact that they're going finally into a, like maybe a, a horror Midnight Suns era of Marvel stuff because I think, um you know, I think they're Getting ready to announce Werewolf by Night and then uh Which is
2: where Moon Knight made his first appearance yeah. back in the day. And then
1: you know, you have people like Blade and stuff yeah, like Blade that. Blade is op- huge. It opens and the doors. And What door was the name like of, of the guy,
0: stuff. uh the, the backdoor pilot dude from uh the Eternals? I forgot already. Jon oh, Snow. The,
1: the Black Knight, yeah. Oh, the oh, Black yeah. Knight. Another knight?
0: Interesting. Yeah. And then we'll have Phil Knight, the coach uh, from the NBA. He is here too. <laughs> Let's see what other nights can we think of. Um, well, yeah, I, and I think that that's it's exciting too because there is a chance here to kind of address the that disorder without it being kind of too hokey. Does that make sense? Like it's, I, I think that uh, I remember reading that the comic book at the time was a little problematic just because they labeled everything schizophrenia like, and yeah. say, Oh, that guy's schizo, uh, which is a different, uh, you know, mental disease. And I, if I'm, and I believe like the directing team on this series is also of, of uh, middle Eastern descent, which I think is great, especially considering that at the time, I think Marvel was just using Egyptian imagery for imagery's sake. Like they just wanted it to look Egyptian or use the moon you know, in all of their costumes and stuff. And it's nice to kind of have this kind of motivation behind it. And I think it'll be done pretty well, considering how Marvel's been kind of going through the other problematic stuff in MCU history or Marvel history, at least like Shang-Chi and um, the Mandarin and stuff. I think it'll be exciting to see what his, uh, what his backstory is. Well, what do you think about um, kind of the, the possibilities cinematic. I don't want to talk about like villains and stuff. Cause it seems pretty, well, I don't know. Well, I guess we can talk about it. Who, who do you think the villain mm-hmm. will be in moon Knight? I mean, apart from, I guess himself, I think it seems like they're setting up Ethan Hawke as this, uh, you know, Waco cult leader who, who makes him go darker. But I feel like there's a lot of red herrings in the MCU recently. And you don't, they don't, like Agatha, we didn't know about, we, you know, didn't know much about, uh, uh, Kingpin, you know, for, for Hawkeye, but Andrew, do you have any kind of predictions over who you think will play the foil to Moon Knight in this? I guess there could be like Sun Princess or something. I think the Sun um, King. No,
2: I, 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 think, um, it, it most definitely is Ethan Hawke, um, um, who it is, to be honest, I'm not sure. Um, I know that you said that he's based off of something, which, which, you know, uh, that was the big thing about, um, is uh, adapting Moon Knight in the first place in the MCU. Cause since he is for that more mature audience, I kind of wanted to see how they were going to put some of that brutality that his character is kind of notorious for, you know, Batman beats, the living shit out of a lot of these criminals where it's like, Oh, they're not dead, but they're most definitely in a coma. (laughs) And so, uh, moon Knight's kind of in the same realm. And the way they kind of get around it here is the thing he's beating up looks like, like a, a Anubis, like from like the Egyptian, like it's like a, a dog person, Mm. um, looking thing. And so, uh, I'm really excited to to see like what the, what, because everyone always has a henchman. It's never just the villain. They always have a gang or something like that. So I'm sure that, you know Ethan Hawke whoever he is uh he's playing he's going to end up having these these old school egyptian demons or or what have you um and th- that's really exciting cuz th- that's a really cool way it, i i, I compared to like you remember that Shung chi sequence when When Wu goes in and starts to beat up all the people who were responsible for the death of his wife, where it's like, man, Mm. they're able to kind of push the boundary with PG-13 with just simple camera tricks, where it's like, hey, we don't show the person that's dying, or we cut away at a specific point, or it's only showing the, the, you know, um, Shang-Chi's point of view, uh, you know, it's only looking at his face, and he's kind of showing uh, his reaction to things, so I hope that they kind of get creative in this sense, because I know that they're not going to be able to stretch it into the full rated r type of uh, stuff
0: yeah and that'll be a big change in tone definitely i'm wondering if you know it's on disney plus i'm wondering if there's you know disney's very careful about what's on disney plus they own a lot of different things including fox and and they they haven't really used disney plus as a place to share a lot of that stuff so it'll be interesting to to see how they if it is kind of pushing that envelope how they differentiate it. I don't know if there's going to be a adults only tab, triple X adults only pay-per-view tab of Disney plus or something, but who knows? You're right. They could, they could just kind of get to that point without showing, you know, some crazy stuff like that. Uh, some mm-hmm. James Gunn ask violent sequences, but, but but John, what do you, what do you think about kind of what, what the conflict will be? There's also side characters. He has a, I think he has like a, he has a friend who's gay, who who's like basically his partner, um, you know, that helps him help them out a lot of times. Like, what what are you looking forward to in, in this series? I'm kind of Apart looking forward to seeing os, hot Oscar Isaac. Uh, Well, that's probably
1: the first priority. I think the um the other thing is like, I do really want to see who the villain is. I think there's chat that there's going to be like an it's probably going to be a combination of a, of a couple of villains, but. Uh, you know, and, and then the the main one, the main persona could be like something, an adaptation of the Sun King, which is like a recent Moon Knight villain. Uh, the Sun King is uh, is basically the opposite of what Moon Knight is, if you think about it. <clears throat> and so, and Marvel has a kind of a tendency to do that. They kind of tend to, the villains are usually the opposite of the character, you know, in this, you know, Monger and Iron Man, Wanda and another witch who's like, you know, just older than her. <laughs> And uh, <clears throat> and in this case, it could be Moon Knight and the Sun King. So I kind of do want to see a lot of that. I do want to see... I. Uh, well, if it's MCU, you know, you can't get help but get giddy at the thought of this, is you know, at the references that are going to happen. But I really kind of want them to tone that down until absolutely necessary. But I am excited to see Moon Knight kind of interact with a wider universe in this case, because Moon Knight is a, such a weird character to see... <laughs> In live action, you know, so having him yeah. interact with like you know people like Shang Chi or the Hulk or something is um, is pretty fascinating.
0: Yeah, I'm also interested to know what city that he's based in because if it's New York, yeah. I think it's
1: London. I think it's okay. London <laughs> yeah, in this one. Yeah. That
0: makes sense because I was like, oh boy, if it's New York again, uh, what what's going to happen in this small in New York uh, where all this is is going crazy? And it looks like they filmed in Budapest. And Jordan, I'm sure for the sequences that um, have to do with his origin, and of course they filmed the rest of it in Atlanta, where every other MCU thing is made. I'm I'm really interested too about. I think one of the things that makes me most excited about this, and I believe in in the in our little episode where we talked about the coming year, this was my number one, or it's, it was really high up there for me, apart from Multiverse of Madness, just because it's an introduction to a new character. All of the Disney Plus series. Have apart from what if, of course, have been kind of a fleshing out and kind of a next level of characters we've already met before. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. in in the Avengers, really, most of them are Avengers, um, and um, and that is exciting and fun. But this is a brand new character. It also it kind of expands the world even more because you know we've 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 we're exposed to the magic side of stuff. We know there's multiverses. We know there's space and you know, fun guardians in the galaxy with Walkmans and raccoons. But this, and I I think the introduction of some of these other characters introduce us to like this historic pre-industrial modern magic thing that's going on in the MCU, which is like a wild thing to think about. Um, It reminds me of when the Transformers revealed that the Knights of the Round Table also with interacted transformers? with transformers <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> but it, you know it uh, I, oh boy I probably shouldn't have compared it to that but it you know Spoiler it, it's re- alert, sorry everyone Get, it's fine bumblebee's fine um, but there's a lot of <clears throat> there's a lot of this kind of world that we really haven't seen a lot at the MCU apart from that sword in the eternals but mm-hmm. there's a whole other like a horror history yeah. yeah a horror side that i guess existed for hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years before Tony Stark, you know? I don't know.
1: Yeah, and there's but like Egyptian an- gods. Like it's insane to think like at Eternals who like apparently created everything. Um, they actually have an Egyptian god walking around that's making people into I know. moon knights.
2: Well, and man, and, and it kind of sucks too because you're like, damn, I would have loved to have seen Moon Knight interact with Iron Man, or I would have loved to have seen Moon Knight fight Thanos and um, Blade, uh, you know, quip around with fucking uh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow or whatever, you know. Yeah. And you're like, damn, it, it kind of sucks that it's not like a real comic book where everyone's always around all the time, no one really dies, you know, type of thing. But
1: um, like Star Wars. Wars. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, No one's ever yeah, really in this gone. Case, yeah.
1: Well, also they're really yeah. there's Boba Fett. like yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, I and I get we we also get a hint of this and I, I don't know why I didn't think about this, but the ten rings in Shang-Chi are also these things that don't belong in our universe. So I'm wondering if this all is gonna be tied together somehow. The mystic stuff, the space stuff, but you remember Doctor Strange talking about the rings and how they are much older and not from our universe or something like that. And I feel like that may be why we're getting visits from you know, the, you know go- Egyptian gods and soon vampires and uh, people from other IP it's going to be kind of crazy the next I guess couple years for Marvel at least as it, as it I mean we, we thought the world was already ex- expanded after on your left but now it's going to be on your left on your, on your right yeah, un- under, under you <laughs> underneath <laughs> you Underneath you, behind you, bent over. Um, but uh, Andrew, what else are you looking forward to in Moon Knight? I guess we'll wrap up our thoughts from the trailer. Or, and of course, we're going to be talking about it once the series comes out in six weeks. Yeah, really soon. <laughs> it's really soon. Just two months away now. But uh, Andrew, what are your final thoughts on the Moon Knight? Um, yeah, I'm really excited, and and like these, uh, I I always get excited
2: because I know people are like comic, bo- like physical comic book stores are a dying industry, and I happen to work at one. But it's really crazy to kind of uh to to see the way it's a gateway drug into the actual source material, and that's something that I've always I think appreciated by for from the movies because you know you you watch the movie and you're like, well, damn, I want more of this character somehow, any anyhow, anyway. And, um, yeah, the people come in and, and kind of end up reading the book. So it's, it's, it's really, really, uh, neat to kind of just get people, um, uh, interested in, in these type of characters, uh, that, that have been around for a long time, which is, you know, it, it's one of the issues I have with, um, people not wanting to like recast like a role like Iron Man or something like that, where it's like Robert Downey Jr. was Iron Man, like, and that's it, where it's like, nah, Iron Man, kind of existed before Robert Downey Jr. Um, did so um, and he's going to be here after so uh, yeah I'm, I'm really excited to, to just get people interested in some of the more interesting quote uh, BC list characters that have always been around that are about to take the spotlight and they're about to become A-list characters in, in yeah. this uh, type of uh, you know pop
0: culture centric uh, phase we're living in. Yeah, and for sure we're we're going to we're going to be seeing a bunch of mini Avengers happening all the time I think, especially when we're talking about like Moon Knight and the people who are are I guess similar to him <clears throat> in his fights. But John, what are you looking forward to in Moon Knight or, or yeah, what are your final thoughts on Moon Knight at least from what you know so far? Uh I'm just excited to see it. I mean, it's it's
1: crazy because we just the trailer was basically a tease. Like I know it's a, I know it's a first trailer and did it tease um, you good? <clears throat> it totally did. I mean I'm excited for March,
0: March 30th. I did. It, I think the kinda, biggest kind of tickles a little bit.
1: <laughs> the biggest surprise of this uh <laughs> of this show is the fact that it's coming so soon to me, <laughs> and so we're not gonna you know wait long to we're not gonna wait long to see it. And so I'm uh yeah I just really want to see a good um it's like what you said, Delphin. It's um it's an introduction to a new character that you're getting in a show as opposed to like a movie. So we're already going to spend more time with moon Knight than we did with, you know, any other new character in the past technically. So that's going to be awesome. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see it.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm going to go through this list. So in last year, four of the top 10, I guess originals on Disney Plus were were MCU releases honestly not that exciting not not that exciting sorry not that surprising I guess but it kind of just shows that you know we're we're talking about Moon Knight but it's one of four series being released on Disney Plus next year and it's just constantly going to be happening so you know this is really exciting because it is someone who's not connected to the Avengers it seems to be different which is after I guess now hundreds of hours of content from the MCU. It's crazy that we, we are still getting something that's really different. And it's Oscar Isaac. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he, you know, he gets an Emmy nom from this. He's just such a beloved actor. Who's really, really talented and works with, you know, the Cohen brothers and Ryan Johnson and like the best filmmakers around. So it, it'll it be really excited. Also Ethan Hawke. And I, I was going to bring this up, but you know, Ethan Hawke is really great friends with Scott Derrickson, um, yeah. mm-hmm. they had a partnership on Sinister and they do work on stuff off screen it's interesting I, I don't know I wonder if he signed on to this before Scott Derrickson left the MCU with, with such a bad taste in his mouth and whether or not that kind of uh, you know has any effect on Ethan Hawke being in the MCU in the first place but uh, yeah it, it's, it's crazy because uh, yeah you're right as, as surprising as To have Oscar Isaac, which really isn't that surprising because he's a Disney friend, but uh, Ethan Hawke—he's like an indie dude. He makes Mm -hmm. like First Reform, (laughs) like he makes some really small movies. Um, And here he is in the MCU. It's going to get us all. The MCU is going to get us all.
1: Yeah, we're all going. We're going in ten years. We'll be in the MCU.
0: Yeah, it's just going to. It will. It'll be like Westview. We'll. We'll just suddenly be inside (laughs) of, you know, Wandavision season eight or some shit where it's like super meta. All right, well, let's uh, go around the horn and give our final plugs. John, what do you have to plug this week? This is Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. So remember that, John, don't plug that because you're already on it.
1: Uh, I'm going to plug Revenge of the Sequel. Uh, We just finished up our season a couple of weeks ago um, and it was a good season. You guys should check it out. There were some good movies that we watched um, and I think we're um, going to, we're planning on coming back in probably the spring or maybe summer um, with a new event season where we talk about uh, all 25 James Bond movies. And it's going to be fun. So check it out.
0: Yeah. And it'll be exciting to finally talk about an Amazon original. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and Andrew, what do you have to plug? Um, mostly uh, vaccinations and masks. Um, beware,
2: the Omicron is at hand. But also, oh my gosh. Um, uh, be sure to check out our boys at the Dirty Radio. Be sure to check out uh, Director Showdown. Uh, be sure to check out not in theaters be sure to uh yeah check out what what John was saying and uh um, for Revenge of the Sequel but also uh uh The Countdown Strikes Back at uh, our Star War um podcast if that's your thing um, we're, we're covering the book of fat. We're covering, we're covering a couple of other books too. in the high Republic, which that's <laughs> going to be important I, uh, in a while when the, the TV show comes out, the Acolyte and also the new video game, um, that was teased. So you're going to want to know, I know you're not going to want to read.
0: So, um, <laughs> we do it yeah, for you and you can, you can listen to us on there. And you know what? That video game looks so cool. I just hope they deliver. I guess they have issues actually delivering on the stuff that they, they tease, yeah. but What's it looks it called? It Star Wars cool. Eclipse. Yeah. Eclipse. I, that's a, I mean, if we're, if you like drums, watch that trailer, there's a lot of drums in it. Um, maybe Andrew will twitch that for you. Twitch the entire game or some shit. Um, you know, all these heroes on the MCU, but none of them compares to you. If you get that sweet booster or vaccine, you will technically save more lives. IRL than any MCU characters. Yeah, that's um, true. Right. <laughs> Good segue.